This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast go, with Jim Jim and Nobby. Kristen Stewart stunned at Oscar nomination for Spencer. She's talked about her Oscar nom and her portrayal of Princess Diana in the movie. And here's what she said. I am truly astounded and unbelievably moved and touched and like just stunned. I love this movie. I, I just uh, saw the director of Spencer for the first time since we found out about the nomination. And um, just seeing the look on his face and all of the work that we put into this, like just evident in his smile made me so happy. Who would have known when you were watching Twilight years ago that she'd end up to be Diana and he'd end up to be Batman. I'd more believe she was going to be Diana. He was in um, Harry Potter as well. Orpats? Orpats, yeah. I think he was in Hufflepuff. What one's Hufflepuff, Jim? It's one of the... the Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff, yeah. Right. Hufflepuff is one of the... uh, I don't remember him in school. They're in four different... Well, I saw a picture of him yesterday and he was wearing a Harry Potter tie. And he was a kid. I know, but this time last week you saw Machine going, Kelly had really famous parents, and we still haven't got to the bottom of that. Was <laughs> Orpats in Harry Potter? Yeah. That's a good question. Uh-huh. All the Harry uh-huh. Potter fans know. Uh-huh. Orpats is all GQ. He spent a lot of time living off the Harry Potter money. There you go. He starred as Cedric Diggory. Cedric, yeah. In Goblet. Not Hufflepuff, Goblet. He was in Goblet. Goblet of Fire, yeah. There was Hufflepuff. There was four of them. Not the Goblet. Four four wings of the of the... Of, of what you call it Hogwarts but that's nice that you can live off the money I'm not obviously not surprised Like, but how much is how much done okay how much like yeah. how much to get James McAvoy explained to Jonathan Ross that being Scottish it's absolutely necessary to be able to do accents if you have any chance of landing roles in Hollywood he's, he's particularly good at, at American and English accents he's excellent who's he again James McAvoy yeah I know him I can't place him he's like Ewan oh, McGregor yeah. if only uh, Aldi <laughs> Version of Ewan McGregor. He's an Aldi Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yes, he is. Right, he was in Shameless. No, he's not. He's brilliant. He's a really good actor. He was in loads of things. My God. He's a superhero now and everything. So anyway, um, he said there's Scotland and then there's everybody else. It's this weird thing where there's only six million Scottish people in the world and there's six billion of you lot, so... Hold it, you can't just lump us all together like well, that. Well, there's us in Scotland and then there's everybody else. Oh, I see. Um, no, so you, you, if you want to act a lot as an actor, you kinda, you, you've got to develop an ability to do accents and, and... I think one of the main things is not to try and get the sound right, actually. You've got to try and make sure it's still your voice just with a different accent, because I think what a lot of people do is they end up 
putting on a funny voice. So it's still got to sound like it's coming for your belly and your chest and your bum and your sort of like... It's, it's all, but it is, it's all the cavities in your body that make the sound, isn't it? It's them <laughs> that give you the resonance, so your bum is a big cavity. <laughs> anyway! X-Men, sorry, yeah. X-Men, X-Men yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Loads of things. Loads of things, literally loads of he things. He started off in one of my favourite uh, sitcoms of all time, uh, oh, Early Doors, and he was uh, like a boyfriend, small character in it, and he went on to become this megastar. Good man. That was 2003. He was in four episodes. His character's name was Liam. Yeah, he was good in it. I'm here for all this kind of information. Thanks, should, man. Should you need us right in the morning. IMDb um, is open and we're ready for business. <laughs> it was Wikipedia, actually. It's F104. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. Ah, good morning. How are you? You all right? Good How's morning. your ma? Is your dad still working? So uh, today we're going to tell you very, very soon how to go to uh, Dubai, to the Dubai World Cup, with thanks to Emirates. They're sound people. It's fantastic price. We will tell you all about it in a few moments. But it's a good first, start to your day. Let's have a look at what's going on in the world. As you know, there is uh, well, the front pages are still dominated by uh, what's happening, and uh, the Ukrainian leader, his speech yesterday to the UK, front page of all. We'll fight them. They say they kind of he evoked Churchill. You know, Churchill's speech. We'll fight them on the beaches. He said, "We'll fight them in forest fields, shores, and streets. We will not." Give up. There was a guard of car blocking the entrance to the gate of the Russian embassy yesterday. And the colours of it? They're blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. Um, now, on the way in this morning, I saw diesel for how much? 210. 217. Wow. Now, I think it was one, uh, it was, there was two different types of diesel. You know, what's that one? A premium one or something? Uh, I think there's only one type of diesel, but there is. So you've got premium. It's not even super plus. So there used to be super plus and leaded, which was 98 rated octane for high performance cars. 99.9% of cars do not need it. Right. But I think. So there's a more expensive diesel. That was 217. But by midnight tonight, these prices are going to drop, they're saying. Now, I've, a lot, the apple green that I pass most still hasn't gone over the two euro. Right, Circle K's. The north side the seems to be. This morning, definitely. I had a good chat to a taxi driver there the other day. Oh, I convinced him to talk to about this. I convinced him driver. to get an electric car by the end of our journey. Good man, Abby. Because uh, he did. So taxi drivers get up to I think about twenty thousand euro grant towards an electric vehicle if they go electric. Yeah, but because if you're running a taxi, I was talking to a taxi driver a few months ago at a charge station. He he went from a diesel taxi to a Nissan Leaf. His fuel bill went from six fifty a month to one fifty. That's amazing, isn't it? Some difference, like now the prices of everything is going to go up now because of this conflict. Yeah, they're looking at how it'll affect the economy. So the, the plan is potentially that from midnight tonight, fuel will go down by about twenty cent. It's still going to be one seventy five. But cars are going up. The price of cars is, is rocketing, and can't even get a new cars. There's so many delays with production on cars. The flour is going to. There's going to be a shortage of, of flour. But the price of bread is going to go up. Basically. Can we make flour here? There are companies that make flour. There are very, very there's there's um, Irish companies that make organic flour. Now they're going to be sold out, but like they're going to do very well. That would be cool, sporting Irish jobs. We sure well, yeah. Now, so they're now they're doing an emergency. Uh, all the countries in Europe are doing an emergency thing. We need to grow some wheat. So uh, yeah, there there is flour. The price of flour will go up. So bread will go up. There's loads of little uh, little bakeries all popped up all around the place. So support local. Absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't expect many of us to be watching Coronation Street, but they are some of the younger people in it, so we might remember them from growing up or whatever. Uh, so Coronation Street star Tina O'Brien, she plays, um, what's your woman's name? Uh, Gail Platt's daughter. She right. was in a relationship in real life with Ryan Thomas, who was in Celebrity Big Brother a few years ago. 
she is alleged to have taken a baseball bat to his Range Rover and uh, took off a wing mirror, damaged paintwork. Oh dear. There was a bit of a row last month. He'll be billing her for what she's done to the car. There's around a thousand euros worth of damage after going at it with a baseball bat. Not sure what happened or why. Uh, they do, they share a couple of kids as far as I know. But uh, she took it out in the Range Rover. Were they married or just, uh, what was the story? Uh, no, I think they were going out for a good while. Yeah, they went out for six years. So that's um, alleged anyway. Yeah, they have a 13-year-old daughter. They do. Called Scarlet. Scarlet. Well, Scarlet I'm, I'm for Scarlet your for your man, literally. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> she took a baseball bat to She took Rover. a baseball bat to me Range Rover. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, congratulations to Liverpool, even though they lost for the first time. Uh... At home, it's been a while. This year, it? in a year, one hundred percent record blown, just like that. They, well, no, they still go through on yeah, aggregate. Just like that. So uh, Liverpool limped into the Champions League quarterfinals despite suffering their first home defeat in just over a year. It says here. Yeah, Ed Sheeran was singing in court yesterday. He was also annoyed, wasn't he? It was a combination. He was annoyed. Yeah, he was furious after one of his unreleased songs was accidentally played in court. So they they got the recording session. Yeah, and w- so they listened back to him recording it, and That's they played terrible. it, and they, they, it's him going oh wow uh, oh, uh, oh uh, and he goes and they go, oh, guys, do you think that's a bit close to the bone? He demanded to know how his opponent's legal team got hold of it for starters. Yeah, uh, it was accidentally briefly played in the packed courtroom instead of Shape of You. So now everyone's heard this other song. So if you're not aware, he's in a row with a couple of other lads who said he bar- he borrowed he magpied some of their chords. Well, he said when he said on the on the recording that when he said that's a bit close to the bone, he was talking about no diggity because it is. It's very similar to no diggity. Shape of you, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. There's like this is the thing. Like you could do this with nearly every song. So uptown funk, right? Go and give it to you. I love that song. I heard, I heard it in a coffee shop the other day. I was grooving. Yeah. So where do you stand on almond croissants? Uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with it, yeah, just uh, playing. Yeah. Playing. But they answer the question. I, I, I don't have an, a, an issue with them. Uh, Would you have one? Like? I'd have one if it was offered one. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't go seeking one. Quite Thanks right. for the question. No problem. Yeah. Anyway, back to Uptown Funk. If you listen to that, there are about fifteen different songs that have been really, really borrowed from in that song. So I don't know how they did that legally. You know. They like they even have the oops upside your head, you know, the, all those things. They're all in that song. So well, shape enough to not get in trouble, maybe. Or something, shape of you has the same thing. So it has TLC, it has no diggity. Um, his other songs that sound like Lucy Pearl, other songs that sound like Marvin Gaye. Oh, do, 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 ba, ba. like nearly. So you'd have to be a kind of a, a funk scholar, and I would only be. A, Is a, it more than some of the dudes respect Bruno Mars? Let him away with it. I don't know if they do respect them or not. I don't know if they uh, if they gave these people writing credits. If they did, I'd have to go and check it out because there's definitely there's so many bands that I know that are in that. Would Michelle Pfeiffer have an issue with getting a mention of it? No, you can't. No, you can mention someone in the song. Hot damn! Hot damn! So that hot damn is very James Brown. So I, 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 I'll do a lecture on it for, for the class. Let's do it on. right. Yeah. This month's module is the work of Bruno Mars, in particular, Uptown Funk. Good morning, give it to you. good morning, funky class. Are we all ready to get funky? Yeah, I can see it. It's F104. Good morning. Some of you are sending us different garages only a kilometre away. It's uh, 
when I used to work in a garage, it was my job to go around to the other garages and you'd see what they're charging and then you'd go maybe like half half a bit below them just to get the business. How many garages would you have to do? Uh, you do a few around the radius of the garage of maybe a kilometre or two, you know? Yeah, you often see people in suits in supermarkets with a notebook writing down the prices. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I'd say that's an interesting job. Uh, I think that's the one. In, uh, that's the one near Crow Park, I think. And that's uh, two because well, you can get diesel for one just under one ninety nine. Wow! So the one I, the Circle K I passed this morning on the way in the the more expensive diesel was ten cent dearer, dearer than that. that. Yeah, I think it definitely works on the areas, and if it's a more affluent area, they'll put it up more. Right. That's that's just the way it works, but. Um, I'd imagine there's people going, going around on dregs today waiting for this announcement at midnight. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good day to fill up, no. Because if that's 25 cents a litre less and your car takes, I don't know, 50 litres, that's a few quid. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, also, speaking of college, uh, you were saying there about uh, you know our lecture. I got talking to an engineer yesterday uh, who didn't go to college and managed to, you know, didn't didn't scrape through, like, past, past his... Uh, Passed his years in college very well. Thanks very much. What do you mean? He didn't go to college, but he passed his years in college. He, uh, like, he, he he didn't go to many lectures. So he went to college, but he didn't go. Exactly. Right. He's a huge CD graduate now. Yeah. So he he did go to college. And how he went to college, but he wasn't always present. So your honour, uh, your, your initial statement, who never went to college. But this is his own words. So this came in conversation yesterday because I was asking this person to do something at the same time as something else, and he said. I'm not very good at multitasking or whatever. And then I got out, I went on to the question, what were you like in college? So in this particular college, and I, this is where, these are my questions, would this still go on now? So first of all, it was an engineering uh, degree. Yeah. And on International Women's Day, we were talking about, there was one woman in the engineering course. I don't know how, how much that's changed now. When this guy didn't go to college, there was one woman in his class, was who, there? Who we really liked, yeah. Okay. But they used to set fire to paper airplanes oh. and throw them around the wooden lecture hall in UCD when he was there. So, I so would have thought... When he was there, he was messing. Yeah. And is he, I don't is know he, if it's just him. He's doing well now, is he? He's grand now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. doesn't even need this place. But <laughs> Oh, do we? We know him, do we? <laughs> but I would have thought engineering students out of all of them weren't messers. I thought they'd be real serious and like, okay, oh. we're going to have to do... UCD, like, I think everyone's a bit of a messer. And it was 45 hours a week. Of lectures. But how many did he attend? I don't know, I'd say about five. He was grand though. He was, he, I in think the he's, end. Well, very he's clever naturally guy, intelligent. Yeah. Very clever guy, that, yeah. that kind of helps. Just probably, can't he probably could have been doing the lecture, giving the lectures. But is there is there a giddy, like if you're going to college now, is there a stereotype about the course you do and everything's you're, you're real boring, but actually you're the biggest bunch of messers in the place? I'd say medical. I'd say medical are huge messers. Yeah, they definitely go a bit mad at weekends and stuff, yeah. We know that. The doctors and nurses, they see so much uh, horrific stuff during the week that they, they like to party. The things they'd be telling you not to do that aren't good for you, oh, they, yeah. they'd be doing them. Ain't <laughs> smoking. I really don't think engineers would be setting fires to paper airplanes though and then... No, well, that's that's an unusual one now. This supposed to be before... Uh, it's, it wasn't yesterday. Smoke alarms, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, don't, I don't recommend it. Uh, I'd say nurses are mad to somebody, but do you, but you're not a nurse, though, are you? So you don't know. We don't. I don't think nurses would tell us either. Say so some nurses listening right now, looking at each other, going, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what they're on about. But they won't send them. I'd say there's a nurse's code. Well, I went to college, and uh, there was no setting fire to planes. No, but you were all watching films together. Well, we were we weren't just watching them; we were making them. <laughs> No, we went to a lot of lectures. 
Someone in Virgin Media said that to us one day as well. <laughs> so we <laughs> said, just do a review of what's going to be later on. Oh, I don't watch telly. I make telly. That's true. But you're only joking. I'm only joking. But yeah, so I don't remember anyone setting fire to any planes. No. No. I, when I was in, dangerous. When like. I was in school, uh, there was a couple of guys who liked to get kicked out of the class so they could go off and mess. Yeah. So they they go wandering the school like. Yes. So they, they'd say, hey, watch this, Jim. I'm going to get kicked out. And then they'd stand on the desk and do a dance. And they'd say, get out, go on, get out. And they'd step in the bin, and anything to get kicked out of the class. And then, you know, the, do you remember in some classrooms they'd have real high windows up at the top? Yes. They'd appear, they'd, they'd just, their head would appear to make the glass. Oh. <laughs> I do know, so it's a different type of course, but, and I think it works in a more practical way, but I know of a beautician who once got the wax and a part of, so you had to work on each other. Mm-hmm. To learn how to wax a leg or wax on myself, red an eyebrow, but right. a part of a of another lady got stuck together with the wax. A part of her got stuck together. Can't go into it, right? Just assume the worst, and they had to get the lecturer or whatever to get more wax. To I think hot wax or cold wax. Hot can, wax can unprise the hot wax. You probably a hairdryer. Oh God, I don't get my. That's how you get the sticker area. off a jam jar. Yeah, I know that, but you want a hairdryer in this area. Whoa. Unless it's on the cold setting. Well, you need to, you know, you need the warm setting to get a sticker off a jam jar. So I don't know about. Uh... <laughs> like, okay, uh, I, I wasn't allowed in the class for a year, but I had to go to school. So I just sat in the hall for eight hours a day. I was like Tom Hanks in the terminal. Mm. Did it work out for you though? <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing that ever happened in my school, like apart from people having fights and stuff with teachers, was they got a Mini Cooper into the school. And turned, oh my god It took my mini And turned it upside down Yes And spun it <laughs> Poor roof Yeah So that was like That was I think there was People were expelled over it That was the biggest thing That ever happened yeah. It was like What did they do? And what did you do though Danny To, to go to Just the hall for a year It must have been pretty Was it just one class Or was it the entire School week? Anyone seen Danny? Probably in the hall I was uh, I was Asked to leave uh, my Irish lessons for most of fifty. I spent most of German outside the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all right though. But uh, yeah, no, I was just curious. Are there any? Uh, what's who are the bigger biggest messers in college? Or whatever. Is there any particular course? Uh, it's always seven six seven nine seven one zero four. And uh, stay listening. We'll tell you I can go to the Dubai World Cup and get six nights in sunny Dubai thanks to Emirates. It's on the way. Bieber watched on mesmerized as Leon Bridges delivered a surprise trip back rendition of the song. Made famous by themselves when he was on stage. This was in LA. Justin Bieber We'll never we'll never forget where we were when we heard no, that No we certainly won't Martin Compton is back with a new psychological thriller I don't know which accent he's using But maybe it's his real one Is he a man from Line of Duty? Yeah I saw him in the thing before Where he was, uh, played a, a really horrible dirt bird kind of guy Right 
and he was sinister. He's only an actor now. I know he's only an actor, but uh, like he was very good. Like he really believed him. He was odd. If you don't follow him on social media, watch what happens when people accuse him of dodging tax. Oh, he responds to them very thoroughly. Our house kicked off this week and sees the Line of Duty star played uh, playing a strange husband called Bram, who suddenly disappears, leaving his wife Fiona wondering where he's gone. Spoiler alert: He's Scottish. Just in case you didn't know. What's going on here? This is my house. What have you done with all our things? We've bought it. I can't locate a husband. His phone's out of service. Where is he? My wife and I have separated. Anyone could have seen you. They didn't. I was careful. You've made a mistake. It's not possible for you to report a house that isn't for sale. But it was for sale. Thanks. One drink, then we'll go our separate ways. No complications. I need some money. I love married men. Something's happened. There's some block in our house. What was he doing here? I know you. You're lying. You're very special to me. How would you feel if you came home and you found everything gone? Is his back all right now, yeah? That sounds good, doesn't it? Well, it's a different show. Yeah, I know, Jim. Yeah. It must be great for him to go to work and use his own accent, though. It must be like... Less compl- less things to think about. He doesn't Remembering have to talk, lines. do that kind of weird accent. He does. Yeah, like James Corden. Yes. Remembering lines and putting on an accent, I imagine is like uh, trying to dance and sing on stage. Difficult. And he's a strong Scottish accent, too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was, I don't know. He does. Leave me alone. Do you want another one? Go on, yeah. The hater on. trailer have reveals. More, Joey, huh? I will have one more. Joey Alley and Bruce. I go on the Joey Alley and Bruce Dern in a biting political satire. If you think House of Cards, yeah, that's the kind of vibe we're going for here. Yeah, this is called the hater, is it? Mm-hmm. He's running for state legislature. Are you running? <clears throat> yeah, I am. I'm running for office. Are you running against Brent? I have an idea. Do you happen to own anything that's a little bit more feminine? I think it's fair to suggest that you're an unlikely candidate. I think at this point we've kind of jumped the shark on the whole likely candidate thing. Obviously, it's a gun! Dorothy Goodwin being hailed as a hero. Oh my Do you agree? Good. She is a true hero. She saved me. You're a gun hero now. Are you even in? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. To guns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a gun hero. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right now, it's time for some strawberry messages. I like the words that sound the same and all, you know? Inspired by the hit documentary, Genius, that was all about Kanye West and how he made the big time, comes another documentary, Ah Jesus, the story of Micah McGibbonity, the Dublin rap battler who hasn't made it big yet. Yeah, I've been writing lyrics about me life for the last two weeks now. And I don't think the world is going to know I heard it. Do you know what I mean? Known only to himself as the Phoenix Park Phenom, this rap man is attempting to someday top the charts without a shred of talent. I don't only spit sick tunes, I spit other stuff too. Literally, on the streets. Yo, yo, I got out with me bad the other day and piled myself a bowl of special K. I turned on the telly to make myself jolly, but all I got was a feeling holly. Boom. Shut up, you, you dope. Ah, Jesus. The story of Mick Amagwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigwigw
Not too bad. How are you? Have you got a birthday in December by any chance? Yeah, two days before Christmas, 23rd of December. Good man. <laughs> you, your man knew what she was doing. <laughs> My sisters is the 24th, so they, they did it twice. <laughs> what do you mean they did it twice? <laughs> I'm not going down that road. No, um, moving swiftly on, you uh, yeah. have you ever got a 10 playing Instagram before? Yes, 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 yes. In my, in my old job, we used to listen to you religiously, but uh, we have a new job at the minute, so I don't get as, the opportunity as much, but we used to listen every morning. What happened to the change? That's not good. Yeah, no, just there. Uh, <laughs> Um, just yeah, change jobs. So I started a bit earlier, so I don't get the chance to listen to it. Well, you much. should have said, "I'm not going to this company unless we can play F4." <laughs> well, you can always get our podcast if you want to keep. Yeah, in touch yeah, we can play in the podcast. <laughs> That's a good point. No, that is a good yeah. point. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so uh, we get we get ten questions on the line. We give you one thousand euro if you get all ten. All ten. Brilliant. Right. So now, easy. I mean, now. I think they are actually quite easy today. Have you? They're seen only them? easy if you know them. I haven't, Jim. No. I haven't seen them. You d- you do the ten. It's all good. It's no, all no, good. I got it. I got it. I, I just got it. count. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Good luck, Noel. Good luck with your ten. Thanks. Right. Here we go. The game starts in three, two, one. Where on your body would you wear a balaclava? On your face. On your head. Spell the word tala. T a l l a g h t. A postage stamp is supposed to go in which corner of an envelope? Top right hand corner. In what county is the Rose of Tralee held? Kerry. True or false, golf was invented in Scotland? True. Before the Euro, Deutschmarks used to be the currency of what country? Germany. How many squares are there on one side of a Rubik's Cube? Nine. Joe Exotic is part of what TV show? Tiger King. Gazpacho is the cold version of what food? Guacamole. What singer is nominated for an Oscar for the performance in House of Gucci? Uh, Lady Gaga. Correct. No, oh, Lee. Think, uh, no, Lee. I, no, I Lee. don't think I got 10. What one do you think you got wrong? The Rubik's Cube. I think it's 12, isn't it? No. Got that one right, pal. Uh, Gustapo or that one. I think I got that one wrong. Gaspacho. You say it's guacamole. <laughs> yeah. We say... It's a soup in Spain that's cold. It's a, uh, it's a no cold way. soup. Uh, no it's way. A cold soup. Cost you a grand. You got everything uh, got else nine, right. Did I? Yeah. You got nine. I don't you believe said, it. You said face balaclava, face or head is perfect yet. Um, yeah, Kerry, Scotland was invented. Uh, golf, Tala was correct. Upper right, upper right corner of an envelope, Germany. Nine little squares, Tiger King, Lady oh. Gaga. Ah, not to worry, not to worry. You're not in the count, man. No. No. Cold soup. Cold, Cold soup. soup. It's all right. You just get a little small thing. I'll never ever forget that again. Yeah. Gaspacho. <laughs> no, not to worry. Not to worry. Thanks, guys. Right. Cheers. See you all. Cheers. All the best. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bet there's loads of tens out there. Somebody loves the fact they call it Gestapo. <laughs> <laughs> loads of tens. We got. Send us in the tens. I'll send you back an emoji. Holy guacamole! Or, or even a even a, a picture of it and something. Yeah, a picture of a Spanish flag, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, your parents did it twice on F104 Boys and girls I wish you could all see Jim Jim's concentration face for the last few minutes he was concentrating so hard and getting something done during that song well, what's my concentration face it's just like? the, the eyes the, I don't know it's like your cheeks dropped a little bit your eyes just were the focused darn. on the thing it was yeah. just 
Concentration face, he's doing his homework. Eyes on the prize, everybody. What do you do now? Kids in the car, kids in the car. Everyone is a little star. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. Right, here we go. Kids, we want a silly sentence. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. My name's Patrick, and this is my funny sentence. When I farted, I weighed my socks. <laughs> he sounds a bit like Podgy. Hi, Jim, Jim, Nobby. My name's Evie, and I'm four. There's pickles flying in the air. How can it get its underwear? <laughs> I knew when I said silly sentences, they'd have no problem. No problem. Paw Patrol lives in land and my name is Heidi. Paw Patrol lives in the seagull land. I love it. So there was a donkey. His name was Paul. And he was in the zoo one time and he had a great fall. And then he had a poo. Huh. And it smelled like you, but then he had a wee. But it smelled like me. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, this is Sean. Uh, Sean, pretty Sean. good. Hi, Jim Jim and Abby, this is Poppy. Super califragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> nice, Poppy. I am always lying. Hi Jim, Kim and Abby. My name is Colin. My funny sentence is Last time I was up a ladder, I was down a manhole. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hi Jim, Jim and Abby. My name's Riley. Broccoli, eggs, bed, and night. Night. What? That's good. You asked for silly, we got it. Uh, keep the silly ones coming in. We'll do that again tomorrow. That's fun. Silly is always good. Lizzo posts from a poolside in a gold bikini and says she's ready to get back to work. And Alicia Keys found out about her, uh, her award when she was doing the dishes. That is on Dish the Dirt. Just some of it before 9 o'clock on FM 104. Lizzo has appeared on Instagram. Apparently she was uh, showcasing her curves in shimmering gold in a string bikini. I'm thinking of a metal string bikini. Metal? pool day or metallic as she takes to social media to declare she's back to work. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Who is that cutie in the mirror? My mother's only Dora. So cute. God really took his time when he made me. A bit of Maggie and Sazon, and look what we have. A beautiful specimen. She's back to work good. Meanwhile, uh, the <laughs> first album is immense. Doja Cat's also on Instagram, or TikTok this morning talking about uh, jingles. Can't play it on the radio. Go have a look if you like. Alicia Keys learned that she was number one in the R&B Artists of the Millennium while she was doing the dishes. She's keeping it real. She's at home. She's busting some suds. And she gets the news. I was feeling really proud of that. My husband actually surprised me with it. Somehow he got the news first and I was washing dishes in the kitchen and he comes up over to me with the camera and he's always on his phone trying to get some type of video, you know, those husbands. And so um, I'm washing the dishes and he comes over and he has the camera all in my face. So how do you feel? And I'm like, huh? I'm washing the dishes. And he's like, no, really, what do you feel like right now? I was like, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just my, my I'm soapy, I don't know. <laughs> I'm <And> so, soapy, <laughs> and so what do you he, up to? He finally broke the news to me and I was like so proud but shy but like excited and, Look and I this. worked all my life for this. Yeah, exactly, Since right? That, That's right there. So basically she keeps it real. I saw Alicia Keys in the Olympia, one of the best gigs I've ever seen. And she was massive. She did like three albums out of that stage. Probably never seen a venue that small again. Patrick Stewart and Colin Farrell have compared action figures. 
when they were having a chat on the same couch. Okay. As I imagine when you think of this moment, when you think I'm going to have an action figure. I mean, the, the, the eyebrows are in the, in the neighbourhood. Yeah. The, I look like I'm wearing a sumo thing. The crotch is all wrong. But far too ample. If you want to talk about a, a classy action figure, look oh, at look this at guy. That. Look Smell. at look this that. guy. Look at that. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, who are you gonna who are you gonna pick in a fight, James? Yeah. Oh yeah. Who am I gonna pick in a fight? I know who you picked doing a crossword, but who are you gonna pick in a fight, man? <laughs> now, Patrick Stewart is on the James Corden show. Correct. This I cannot believe. Why? Have you never seen the clip? Have they got issues? Oh, James Corden. He didn't was, say much. In fairness, was presenting an, an award right a few years ago, and yeah. Patrick Stewart came up on stage, and I don't know if he'd had a few fizzy drinks, but he said, "You should uh, get on with it." And uh, from back there, all oh, I could yeah. see was your all I could see was your fat belly, and Corden was going, "Yeah, wind it up. You're, you're the crowder with me." And oh, it's like. So, so that was that'd be an interesting. Hey, James, guess who's on the show tonight? Your old friend Patrick Stewart. Wow! I'll find you the clip for after nine. Must have, yeah. How they you... must have buried the hatchet in the back of Patrick's head. Um, Courtney Cox reveals the issue behind rewatching herself on Friends, and and does she? But did you have enough distance from it to say, you know what, this was as good as people said? Yeah, I, I except for the ones where. They added an extra commercial, so they sped it up a little bit, which I can really tell. And you can mm. tell with all characters, but I, I sound the way I think many Mouse or Tinkerbell <laughs> sound like. It's like, oh, my God, I hate my voice so much. But when it's not sped up, I like it. Ah, okay. Jennifer, what's her face? Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, yeah. She, what's her face? Yeah, Jennifer, it's been a while. That show's been off the TV for 20 years. Jennifer Aniston, right? When you see the first season of Friends... She had a completely different voice. She had this kind of voice like this for some reason, just for season one, and then they dropped it. So she sounds like Michael Jackson in season one. Go back to, well, more Marilyn Monroe, but yeah. You, you go, go back to season one, and the first few episodes, she had this weird voice okay. that they then dropped. It's like when Homer had a different voice in the early Simpsons. Yes. He used to talk a bit like that. Hey, hello, dear boy. It was much deeper. It sounds like, like after Duff. And then he became Homer, that we all love. Belters only. I was in the club, yeah? Yeah. So they're over with Tion Wayne in the UK shooting a video. Darkness of night. There's flash cars in the background. It all looks very cool. It's all very wow. Fair play to these lads. And then the Insta stories are still rolling. And Tion Wayne says, you're killing it in the back in Ireland, are you lads? And they talk about something so Irish. Number one in Ireland at the moment. Oh, is it, yeah? yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. Are you lot killing it up Ireland? You have yeah, to come over there slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah serious. Yeah. Colder over here right now. No, it's, it's freezing right now, bro. <laughs> it's colder over. Here. We got a lot of rain though. Oh, it's, it's meant to rain today. Right? <laughs> you guys are killing it. I was in the club. <laughs> Never change, lads. It's F one hundred four. Patrick Stewart was a guest on the James Corden's chat show. Uh, he was on with Colin Farrell on the couch, having the chats, having the laughs, and uh, reminded me that it was about twelve years ago. I think this happened. James Corden is presenting an award ceremony. Patrick Stewart comes up to get an award and before he does, he says that James Corden, his presenting style isn't good enough. I think this is one of the most, I mean, good memory, first of all. Um, I, this is one of the most uncomfortable things I think I've ever watched on YouTube. 
So Corden could have said nothing, but he did. He, he argued back, and then it started to get nasty, personal from Patrick Stewart, and then it just went downhill. I want to speak to James here. It is. It's James, isn't it? <laughs> when the presenters are up here, and when the recipients are receiving their awards. Don't stand at the back of the stage with your hands in your pockets, looking around as though you wished you were anywhere but here. Oh, you couldn't be more wrong, sir. You couldn't be more wrong. Oh, genuinely. And if it looked like that, I'm so sorry. But when you come up and present an award, just get on with it. There we go. (laughs) From where I was sitting, I can see your belly. And uh, that was right over there at the back of the room. These people down here, uh, you know. Sorry, I'm waiting for the punchline. Go on. No, seriously, go on. Okay. No, um, go on. You can see my belly, and we can all see you dying right now. Let's go for it. Here we go. (laughs) One more. Do you want one more? Yeah, go on. Gordon looks fuming at this stage. If you fancy the Jonas Brothers, cover your belly. What does that mean? I don't know, because Corden was there with his wife. I don't know what that, that um, means. I, for, for whatever is worth, I, I like your belly, so... <laughs> um, and they're sharing a few words behind this... Uh, but... She tells him to just stop. But... But I, I would pay to see Sir Patrick Stewart dying on stage any day, so... And for the people that haven't seen my belly, is there anyone who hasn't got a... It's just there. He takes his belly and shows people in the crowd. He's fuming, apparently. OK, can we get a taxi ready, please? So apparently at the after party... The old man going home. Okay. After that, he yes. was seen at the party holding his girlfriend's hand very tightly and looking very worried because he wasn't sure how that would all go down. Even though most people were with Corden because yeah. Patrick Stewart kind of started started out of nowhere. So you can hear a couple of "Come on, guys!" in the audience, like as if people were really just kind of, "Oh God, this is." Yeah, it's hands over your face kind of stuff. So when you heard on Dish the Dirt that Colin Farrell and Patrick Stewart were on talking about action men. Or figures on uh, James Corden. What? That's not the most embarrassing thing I'm going to tell you right now because there's a mum and she's explained on Mum's Net, right? That she's in work and in her own words, she says she was, uh, she works with a man who's very, 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 very handsome. And That's a lot of various, Jim. For some reason, she, uh, this happened in the UK, but the, the equivalent of the air code, uh, she managed to get that. The postcode of his gaff. Yeah, so she she heard him say the air code or postcode of his gaff. Right. And she punched it into her phone thing. I'll have a little creep and see what his house looks okay, like. Okay, yeah, like Google Maps or whatever, yeah. So she pushes it in and instead of being all private and quiet, her phone starts announcing <laughs> her Google Maps or whatever. Says, Happy Grand, I don't know my air code, do you? No, no, but she gives the address. All right. And it's right, like he's right there. And the whole office is there And she's like Trying to look up Where this guy lives Nice gaff Plotting a course to Whatever <laughs> Number 47 So uh, Would you like to start Guidance now She wanted to so- Silently creep Well there's There's nothing wrong With kind of going I wonder what Somebody's house looks I'd like I'd say a lot of people Have, have done that. What their boss's gaff Is like Yeah 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 Either driven by it Or 
if you've heard it's for sale, go on daft. I think that's, I mean, you wouldn't want to announce it announced on your phone to the office. But. I heard about a, a story years ago and uh, there was a, an office party and uh, one of the managers was going home. She'd had a, two for many drinks or something and uh, she was going to get a taxi and one of the people she works with that she doesn't know that well said, oh, I'll, I'll drop you home, it's no problem. So she goes, oh, brilliant, thanks a million. Drops her, drops her to the door and as she's walking up Very to the door... Very gentlemanly thing to do. Yeah. And as she walks up to the door, she suddenly realised something and she goes back to the car and goes... How did you know where I lived? <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, like you must have been there before. This is a true story. This is um, this, this is true. This is uh, pre Google Maps or anything like that. So, have you ever spotted yourself on Google Maps? So let us know with your little blurred out head. Yeah, I was in Paris. Oh yeah. I, I, what I did was I saw the Google Maps van coming along in Paris on a big boulevard, and I stood at the side and I waved, and then I tried to run across and get myself waving at myself. And you went back afterwards, went to the hotel you stayed in on Google Maps and found yourself. I found one of me, but the other one didn't didn't come out. Oh. So okay. I, I am I mean I'm sure it's been updated by the now. Blur at your hand. I wanted to be have myself waving at myself. <laughs> How very you. Yes. Sherio, Sherio, Sherio. Oh man, I wish this whole court case was on TV. Wouldn't it be amazing? Ed Sheeran is currently fighting a dispute with another couple of lads that say this song especially the chords and the ding, ding, the ding, was magpied. Yesterday they played one of his songs that Ed Sheeran himself wasn't sure how their legal team got their hands on. Yeah. This was meant to be all about Shape of You. Next minute, one of the QC's laptops goes off and he's like, how do you have that? I released that. I haven't even released that. That was from last year. Yeah, yeah. So he started singing in court at many points yesterday to explain in a musical sense he also had to admit that he hasn't studied music theory at all which yeah, is so the, the, the theme tune so birds flying high you know I feel that's what he sang in the court but I like the way you work it it's, there's, so he compared no diggity to Nina Simone's feeling good they do sound similar no. if you if you compare them this is what him singing in court sounded like because he did that song for us one of the first times he ever came in. Blossom on a tree, yeah, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. Now, I, I, didn't, I didn't go to grade 12 or anything, but I did do grade, up to grade 5 in music theory, and I yeah. think that is quite incredible that Ed has had the success he has writes his own music plays just pedals on a stage and hasn't done music theory that's that's quite an achievement I think so you know he's he's written so many songs but he, he said that when he when he's off duty he likes to have a few fizzy drinks yeah. and do loads of covers he's mad into music he's mad into music and so all that stuff would would seep in there and get lodged and you wouldn't really know whether you're writing your own song or was it somebody, somebody else's heard. yeah you could just be on a Spotify rabbit hole one night and then I saw Paul McCartney being interviewed about writing the, the classic song yesterday and he said that he, when he wrote it he thought it was so good that it couldn't be his so he's going around to the other Beatles and other friends and he's going here have a listen to this heard this before and they're going no I've never that's not that isn't somebody else's song that's your own and he thought oh I wanted something big here then and that wasn't someone else's song though was it no right. so he, he dreamt that song kind of thing well it's interesting that he had self doubt even <laughs> even then so, uh, Johnny McDade from Snow Patrol is a co-writer on this song. Uh, he co-writes an awful lot of stuff with uh, with Ed, uh, up to including the, even the Joker and the Queen with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Johnny McDade is on it. And uh, 
he hummed the scales, music scales in Cork yesterday. But yeah, if we can't imagine being able to see him because he's turning up every day. He's taking it really, really seriously. He obviously believes that he can fight this because otherwise they just they sort you know you wouldn't even hear about this. There's multiple videos knocking around of uh, other songs that uh, that Ed has been accused of borrowing from. Um, there's one, this one, Matt Cardle. So do you know the song Photograph? Yes. So here is uh, Photograph, nice song. and then then you're going to hear Matt Cardle. So uh, here it comes. This is Matt Carter. So it's a different tempo, different key. They say if you slow Ed down and then you try and match them, this is what happens. Right? Oh, dear. Now, Ed is going to be playing here in April. Whether he's going to want to do interviews after all this is, is all in doubt now, because all people are going to want to ask about. And they'll do the usual thing. Don't, don't play any silly games. Don't ask him about his lawsuit. Now, we, we asked him about it innocently before when we were talking to him. We asked him about this. Remember we said like... We asked him about Lucy Pearl, and he said, yeah, yeah. don't mess with my man. That was in another one of his songs. It was something like, is that an intentional thing or is it just, and he, he just says, you hear so much music and it's it's in your head. So I must try and dig out that clip actually. But uh, loads of musicians, I've seen musicians before and one of the problems is they'll, they'll have a few hits and then they'll start doing, they'll start writing a song and the rest of the band will say, no, 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 we did this one before. That sounds too similar to our other song. So it's okay to rip off yourself. So how do we get into the courtroom? How do we... How do we witness this? And the more it's going on, there's people turning up just to, to watch what's going on. You know how I feel, don't you know? Sins of the pine. You know how I feel. Oh, freedom is mine. And I know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good. You sure? <laughs> he had an album called Divide. He'd been dividing the profits before the end of it. <laughs> so Kristen Stewart uh, is getting an Oscar for portraying Diana. Well, we don't know that yet. She's nominated. Nominated. Yeah. yeah. It'll happen. Hope it does now after saying that. I'm going to commit it. I am truly astounded and unbelievably moved and touched and, like, just stunned. I love this movie. I, I just uh, saw the director of Spencer for the first time since we found out about the nomination. And um, just seeing the look on his face and all of the work that we put into this, like, just evident in his smile made me so happy. Hulu has dropped the trailer for the thriller film Deep Water starring Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice thriller and it's a psychological thriller as well. It's going to be tense. People floating in water never ends well. We've seen all the movies so far. It's based on the novel. The fact that she's comfortable floating all these relationships around all of us 
You're better than that. She's different. That's what I like about her. I just want to feel joy in my life. You want to tell me why you didn't come home last night? Not really. This isn't a game, Melinda. It's always been a game. So there's a married couple, they fall out of love and they start harming everybody around them with the mind games they play with each other. So, so it sounds like they're saying deep water rather than actual water. Oh, they won't, there's no water involved. It's just, you're in deep water here. Right. Well, it depends on how good it is. They could have called it deep shoe. <laughs> I'd <love> to see. <laughs> oh, yes. <sighs> Olivia Rodrigo has a reduced role in the high school musical TV show the new season a reduced role that's yeah. such a HR way of we're changing your work <laughs> these, these sambos a, used to be bigger yeah it's a reduced role it's a reduced role before driver's license kicked off Olivia Rodrigo's new life as the world renowned music superstar her, her main line of work was acting in the Disney Plus show High School Musical the musical the series uh, <laughs> that's what it's called High School Musical the musical the series she was one of the show's stars in the first two seasons but now she's a bit busy with Fairview Park and everything. Ah, oh, yeah, everyone's doing Fairview and Park. Chicken wings and, and gravy and everything. So she can't, she won't be in as much of season three. If you if haven't got tickets for some sort of gig at Fairview Park at this stage, are you even living? She said, it felt like closing a chapter for me. I'm so, so excited to put out new music and create a new set of words, worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> right, one more chance, one more chance. Go on. Where's, what's your name? What's your name? Generous with the Jets today. I know, generous with the Jets. It's all thanks to Emirates. Fly better. You really will be. You'll go to Dubai for six nights of the Dubai World Cup and you need to send in your name and details to 0876797104. The draw's on Friday. Don't miss it. And by the way, do you know what you should do on Friday? If you don't answer within two rings, give it to somebody else. Keep going to someone wins the holiday. Two rings? Yeah. Ah, come on. Yeah. That's, a bit, that's no, Massive that, prize. That's the term is a condition you can't. You can't Terms of conditioner up. in your hair. <laughs> Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.